Uh, screw that. All right, so welcome everybody. Brian here, uh, quantlabs.net. So today's session is talking about the bot. Um, it's been doing really good. Um, before I get started, I wanted to show you a few articles in regards to um, regards to uh, DeFi and crypto. First of all, don't forget, I'm going to put this in the chat box. So uh, we do have our um, our uh, chat underway for WhatsApp. Uh, it's, we're just, I think, approaching 99 people last time I checked. So uh, that's in the chat bo box. So let's get on with the show. Okay, so about a month ago, actually sometime in July, I talked about a movement in crypto called DeFi, DeFinance. Now I'm going to show you some coins lately. Uh, can you hear me okay, Boyd? Hang on here. I'm just going to make sure everybody can hear me. Test, 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 test. Can everybody hear me? Okay, thanks, Miguel. I don't know what to tell you, uh, Boyd, but anyways, let's uh, continue along. So, as I was saying, uh, DeFi started in April, uh, sorry, in July. Um, the volumes have pretty well gone three, four times uh, since that time with DeFi. It's a huge uh, movement in crypto. Uh, a couple of coins that are moving. I'm going to show you them what has moved. I'm going to show you what's happening live. Uh, so we have a guy here who uh, started with $200 and uh, turned it into $250,000. You might think, how is that possible? Now I'm going to show you some coins available um, on my MotorWave using Binance. Um, so basically what the person did is they put in money into a coin called YFI. So this year in finance has gone up. This is really the trade of the year so far. Um, and it's gone up over a thousand percent in a few weeks. So, uh, and then there's another one I just added. I'm going to show you my bot, what it's been doing. So let me go over to my motive wave here. So this is motive wave for those that are new to all this. Uh, what you're looking at right now are, I believe these are daily charts. Um, yeah, they're daily charts. So what you can see here is we've got um, one coin called Polkadot. That's a new DeFi coin. You can see here it started around 2000, uh, launched uh, on Binance August 16th, moved up to $6,500. Okay, so everyone gets all gets excited about the old moves of uh, Bitcoin, but the, the two coins I'm gonna show you are just massive. So right now you got 4,000 to $5,300 uh, of this coin in, in a very short period of time in, in like 11 days or whatnot. So this coin has done amazingly well. Uh, just in the last hour, I made 2% off it. Um, and to be honest, if you're part of my system uh, here in my um, quant analytics service, what I've got here is I've got this coin uh, call and I do put out the signals live that are from my bot. So here's the return on this one position on the polka dot. Okay, so it's 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 returned two percent. That was in a few minutes. Okay, and then I did put that call out to people a few hours ago, saying, you know, keep your eyes out for this move of uh, this is going to move. And how I'm able to do that, I have a script 
a Python script that can uh, measure uh, when, a, uh, when a coin is about to cross its trend line. Once it crosses its trend line, then you have an entry, and that's the basic simplistics of that script. And uh, it works. It worked last night, and it worked on Friday as well. Sometimes not so much, but uh, we, we, we can go over this. If you have any questions, just let me know. So this happened about an, you know, around 6 o'clock tonight, and it's returned um, 2%. And uh, I'm going to show you the PL of my, well, let me show you the other uh, big coin that has been moving. So this coin that I'm showing you is uh, Polkadot, and that's now the fourth largest by volume coin, crypto coin out there if you were to go on to, let's say, coin market cap. And uh, with coin market cap, obviously you, you should know about it. That measures all the different uh, volume, liquid, liquidation, whatnot of uh, all the coins out there. So Polkadot just came out of nowhere and is now the fourth largest coin out there in the crypto land. And uh, let me just show you that. So right here you have Polkadot. So that's number five, and people don't even know where what that coin is. But that's just a move, and this is why the volume is huge on this coin. So that picked up 2% today. Um, last night around midnight, this coin, YFI, now this is the coin of the year as far as I'm concerned. And um, basically, it started in August at 5,000, and now it just peaked at 42,000. And you can imagine that's like in just about a month, like it's gone up like major. And that's how my bot was able to pick up that coin. So a lot of these returns of are because of uh, this DeFi movement. I mean, there's other coins moving, but not like this. I haven't seen moves like this in who knows how long. So those are the two coins that moved um, in the last, uh, let's say, 24 hours. And then there's another coin I can show you. That moved on sat uh, Saturday called Theta. And this one moved as well. I got 8% off of this little guy a few days ago. So if I showed you the PL of the performance, this is the overall PL of what's been traded. Um, like I keep a log of it since it's launched, but I'll just give you the overall um, PL of the overall bot. And yeah, here. So. I'll go through that. I'm just going to let somebody in here. Okay, so my bot's a little, um, my performance is a little slow. So this is the performance of the bot since I've launched it at the beginning of August. And up until the 21st, it took a few losses because during this week I was on pretty well holiday and I didn't have a very stable internet where I was. But since I got back, I've been pretty well focused on the bot. And I just want to show you the performance. So Essentially, the count is the number of uh, winning trades. The total is the total amount of trades taken over a 24-hour period. And then this is the percent change of those trades. So when you look at the more recent moves, we got 9.3, 8.11, a 3.95 in the last few days. There's the odd time here where I can implement downward protection in my bot. Uh, which I haven't implemented yet, and that's just due to the fact of the really good performance I've been getting with this, and I haven't really had a lot of drawdown days. So um, I put up a, uh, a message out to my uh, Facebook community to, to ask for uh, what, what should my figure be 
uh, for downside protection to shut down the bot. So on the upside, for those that have been following me, I have a 1% day trading rule. So once my bot makes 1%, it shuts down. It's the simplest risk management possible. Like you don't want to get greedy when it comes to trading. You make 1% for a day over a 24-hour period. Just shut down your bot to retain your profit. I can go over many, many examples of it. You know, when you're trying to work with probability in your favor, when you're trying to eke out more profit once you do hit 1%. Usually you won't achieve it. So that's why I don't get greedy and I keep it at 1%. But lately I've been getting really lucky to have 1%. And then with these new coins coming out of nowhere to give me just one move, an 8% move. And I don't get greedy with it. And anything above 1% for that 24-hour period, I just shut down the bot. But for the last three days I've been able to, and I'm, I'm getting these major, major swings with these newer uh, defying uh, crypto coins. So uh, that's what I've been achieving for the last uh, few days. So when you total all of this up, you're probably looking in the neighborhood of plus 20% since Friday when you factor in this little loss. And as I said, for the down, for the up, for the upside, well, call it gold daily, uh, daily target, I can also do the same thing on the downside. So as I said earlier, I don't put a downside uh, guard in my bot, but I'm going to now and I'm going to be using about negative So if my bot hits a negative 0.66% uh, Loss um, it's going to shut down. So I'm going to implement that in the next few days So if there is a day where it does take um, some losses, it should shut down At the most and take a loss of 0.66, but it could also just by a fluke take a, a bigger loss in a position and it may exceed it, but it will still shut down the bot. So uh, the probability of that should uh, diminish as um, I implement that. Um, and I know some people are self-muted. I'm going to stop right now and see if anybody's got any comments or questions. If you want to unmute yourself or let me know on the chat, and I can gladly take questions so far what I'm showing you. Um, because right now, crypto is going through a weird phase um, I've talked about this multiple times where I do have in my database um, this thing, a metric called uh, a weighted move and average among four or five big coins. So in here I, I, I watch Ethereum, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, Classic, and Litecoin. And I measure that every five or ten minutes. And I'm able to determine um, the overall weighted average risk and be able to make a, a, take a metric on how the markets are doing. Uh, at any time and based on that I can level up my risk on or or my scale up my positions that the bots willing to take or lower the or downscale the uh, risk if the markets are uh, in a calamity like it was last week where the um, let's say ethereum dropped thirty percent and even at that point this this happened about a week ago so let's say on the 13th which would be around September 6th those big losses, my bot was still somewhat profitable on those big drops. And it's because of that, of this weighted average, um, I'm able to gauge the overall risk. So let's say if the risk is negative, I could just turn off my bot, not trade, and watch the market until it starts trading. And after a certain level of where um, this metric is, let's say it's above half a percent or even above a full percent, I can just lever up my uh, risk. And take on more positions and and and, and expand the overall um, the overall uh, 
tolerance on taking on positions. So that's how I'm able to, when the market moves up, it, it can do fairly well. But lately in the last couple of weeks, and with the market being really tight, um, with the DeFi coins, it's still able to get some really nice profit. And to be honest, I didn't really expect uh, that type of uh, profit that I've been seeing uh, since the last three, four days of like 9%, 8%, 3.95% or 4%. So these are reasons why I'm able to uh, get these kind of um, uh, overall position returns uh, for the day because of some of these coin moves as well. So I, I'm pretty excited to know that and obviously to share it with you guys. So has anybody else got any questions so far? Uh, I'm just waiting if anybody's got any comments or questions, let me know. So if that's the case, um, what I'm noticing is, is that now that this bot, and I've gotten probably five different bots, this is the best performing bot I'm using. And it, it and I figured a way to ensure that um, when it comes to positions, uh, that the bot um, doesn't take or doesn't take any risk in any, any negative moving uh, coins. And, and the way to do that is quite simply using trend. So I have a, 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 a metric in, within this, this system here that measures trend. And if it's positive trend, it will consider those coins to be uh, selected to take on uh, positions. If the coin has uh, a negative trend, most likely that those positions won't be taken. And um, I've, I've gotten uh, a variety of, uh, in my membership here, which are all the reports. So if I was to download this um, and show you some of those coins, uh, these are going to be coins that you most likely never heard of. And I can just walk you through that uh, process. So let me just see if I've got my... Uh, so this is available in my service that I have. And uh, th this is just for people that want to dig deeper in what coins to trade. So right now I have all these different coins. Uh, there's ones that you can short. And I work with, uh, with uh, Binance, which is pretty well one of the largest um, exchanges in the world. So I, there's nothing that's out there to be shorted. Um, but the other thing is I've gotten these other types of reports that you can um, long on based upon filtering based on volume or trend. And then I have a, another report that shows you uh, coins that, are, that show a long uh, guidance, but there's no filtering at all. So I, I talked about the risk. In here, in the risk, um, as I said with these coins, these are uh, Bitcoin, uh, Litecoin. We've got Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, and Ethereum Classic. So each one of these moves... Each one of these moves gives you an idea what's happening in the market. So this is a, a, a negative 3.55% down move, as well as same here, uh, a negative 1.01. And when you see all these negative, and these are measured every 10 minutes, let's say. So you know when you start to see more negative ones, obviously those coins are moving negatively. So that's why I measure these. And some coins will move against each other, but generally the rule is, and there was just an article I posted on my Facebook group, generally they will move in conjunction with um, Bitcoin because it's just such a huge coin. So these are some of the larger coins. 
or obviously Bitcoin Cash moves in the same direction as Bitcoin, but there's also Ethereum. And what makes Ethereum a little different from Bitcoin is because of these DeFi coins. A lot of these DeFi coins are built off of the Ethereum blockchain. So that's what makes Ethereum different. So when Ethereum 2 comes out, which is supposed to be in, in November, you should start to expect Ethereum to move up in price just for that launch of version 2. And that will be a, uh, a basically a huge deal breaker or, or a standout breakout for Ethereum just for that new version coming out. And then, of course, there's Ethereum Classic as well. And then at the end of this report, I can show the overall metric of how many are aggressive, meaning how many are above 1%, are medium risk between half and 1%, which are really showing no strength. But right now, when I did this report, all coins were negative. Okay, so there's definitely a, down, a lot of downward pressure in the markets. And with this metric that I've got here, um, I can quantify that downward pressure. That's why I have it. And it's very, very, very reliable. Um, so any questions or comments so far? Just going to make sure if everybody's in. Anybody have any comments or questions so far? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to show you that in the reports. Yes and no. Because, why, like I said, YFI... There's certain coins that do well and other coins that don't do well. I remember we talked about it last week. I can't sit there and tell you what's going to perform well and not well. And the reason is because there's so many new coins coming out. And as I said, if we use Binance as a metric to say, will this coin move or not? It's, it's now a week later. And again, the, it's a, it changes. You don't know what's guaranteed to move or not. But there's certain coins, as they mature, they start to move up. And the ones that I'm seeing that are moving... Or just Polkadot and YFI, okay? And you can also tell that based upon the volume when you go over to the coin market cap. And as I said, you've got now Polkadot, the fifth largest coin out there in all of crypto land. So that means there's going to be a hype built up as news gets out on this coin. And that's what's going to move up the uh, volume of this coin. And that's no different than Chainlink as well. So it, it's hard to say, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go through the reports and show you which coins are moving and which ones aren't. Okay, I was going to do that next. Is there any other questions you got so far? No? Okay. So, as I said, I've got the this report. Let me just see if I can uh, retrieve it. Oh, let me just go back to my... Uh... So here I'm showing you... Yeah, there was, there, there was something that came out on Binance where you can now use uh, Visa Debit with Binance. Yeah, I saw that, and I posted that in my uh, Facebook group. So that's a good thing, obviously. Yeah. So let me just show you uh, some of these other reports. So this one's based on trend, this, this report. So this is going to answer your questions, Boyd. So in here, we've got all the coins that are coming out. Every day, every I'll say every week, um, there's new coins being added to... to uh, to to um, Binance. Now again, I only focus on the spot market as part of under Binance, and I only focus on uh, the spot market. I mean, that's where most of the volume is, anyways. But I'm going to show you some of the latest coins. 
Uh, let me just see which one file. Now, of course, you don't worry about this stuff that I'm showing you. So this was newly created earlier today, this file. So these are the latest coins that are part of Binance. So these are all in USDT or Tether. So do I maintain which ones are new or not? No, and I don't care. I just run a script and it creates a new fresh uh, list of the coins that have been added to, to Bitcoin. So, or sorry, added to Binance. So I don't really care about that. So when I go through my reports, I'll see which coins are moving. Okay, so this is one of the reports filtered on uh, trend. So as, as I go through it, number one right now is YFI. How do I know? If I go into my, uh, into my um, MotorWave, I could look at, let's say, 15-minute or uh, a 10-minute or a 5-minute chart. So I can verify that. Usually I just use an hourly chart. And uh, it's got that general trend up, obviously. So um, using MotorWave, I have that ability to verify that. But here's that trend that I talked about. This is what my whole bot is built off of is trend. So if I see this trend positive, my bot will start to trade those. If it's negative, it won't trade them. So for instance, as I move through this, we have this new coin called YF2. So YF2 is an extension of YF or, or YFI. And this one's got a slight negative trend. Now, if I was to look at that on um, MotorWave, so it's YF, I think it's, let me see here. I can't remember the name of the symbol. Actually, I can shout tell here. So that's YFII. So I have YFII uh, USDT. So I hope that will come up. Yep, there it is. So I could see, oh, you can't see it? And yeah, here. Uh, it's it's this. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with. Uh, can you see my screen? Okay. Not yet. Okay. Some. Hey, how you doing, man? Give me a second here. Let me let, just let me know when when you can't see it because uh, you see it now, right? Okay, great, great. Just let me know because I won't know if you lose it. Something's going on with uh, Zoom here. So this is YFI, okay? So I'm gonna show you the daily the daily chart, okay? Again, I'm using MotorWay for this. So I have my one day chart. That's the chart for the one day, okay? So then when you look at YF2 one day chart, this is a newly launched coin on Binance. So there, there's your metric there. So you have this coin that does well, comes back and now starts to maybe recover or not. And, I, and again, I can verify that by going through more granular uh, time frame, 20 minute, 15 minute, whatever you want. So this is really helpful. But the thing you want to know is you use this set of reports as a screening process to see what moves. So you can see here that we have a negative trend. My bot will not pick that up. But we had the same problem with YFI where we had a negative trend at the beginning and now it's a very strong uptrend okay so that's now when my bot starts trading it because it's a strong upward trend okay so uh, that's that's the key of what makes this bot successful okay so continuing along we have this ethereum bull da 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 who cares about that that never really means anything and then I have dash so it's negative my bot will not trade it I'm just going to wheel through this real fast. We have Bitcoin, slightly positive, 
but my bot won't trade it because it knows there's better opportunities in other coins, and that's the newer DeFi coins, okay? So these are how ways to filter out those coins. And oddly enough, you get other private anonymous coins like Monero, which the odd time gets a trade, um, and I could go on and on. This is a newer a coin that's just been listed, TRB, but it's got a negative trend. So some of the coins, when they come out, they do well, and then they drop back, but they have to mature a little bit, it seems, on the, on the exchange to, to A, prove themselves volume-wise, and then once people see that and the news gets out that they perform or there's better news out there for the coin or token, it will start to perform well. And that's what happened with YFI and the same with Polkadot. So right now, this is a new coin, so it's got its negative trend. So that's what I'm seeing. Some of the coins that do come out initially do well, but at some point, they do drop back. Here's another one, this KSM. This KSM's new, but it's not a very strong upward trend. It's there. It's a contender. When will it happen? I don't know if it'll happen. So these are the sort of things I'm able to watch from a visualization point of view. And here's another anonymous coin uh, that's doing okay, okay? The reason these coins do okay is because, I don't know if you guys have heard the IRS has put out a bounty to find people that will crack these coins, okay, will crack these private coins. That's how much of an impact these coins have. Like, I'm talking about Zcash, ZAC, and Monero XMR, okay. That's why some of these coins are doing okay. And same with Dash is another coin. So these are not top contenders, but they're contending to move okay. So again, we get this new coin called WNX. And again, slight trend negative, okay? And then, and again, what, what you're seeing here is a general trend is that coins that are new are the ones that are doing really well. But my bot only focuses only on those coins that have the strongest trend and that perform well. And that's why I'm getting these sudden 7 8% returns in a day. Then you get more legacy coins like Litecoin. You know, it's okay, but it, it's, it's just a highly volatile coin. And then you get this NEO. Right now, last night, NEO picked up a few trades. Why? Because news is, is that NEO is now partnering with one of the DeFi coins. And that coin's now moving. Another coin that moved, and I'm sure it's going to come up here, is Tron as well. That's doubled in price. So here's Ethereum. It's been flat, okay? But let me see if I could find uh, Tron. No, I don't know. Is that on, um, on Binance? Let's just see. Um, the thing is, is that you, you got to see if it has a positive or a negative trend, right? Because yeah, I, I'm not seeing it on, uh, on Binance. No, no, sorry. So, you know, you, you get other coins, OMG, I could go on and on and on. This, this one we've talked about called Band. It's gone from $2 to $16 back in early uh, August. And we've got other coins that have done the same thing. But again, it's because it has a strong trend or has. But this may start to drop off. Uh, as you can see, the price drop off. We had a dump last weekend. And the question is, will this coin recover? Even if it does or doesn't recover, why would you focus on that coin when you know you have new coins like YFI, or a polka dot that have been doing really well on Binance. Um, and then you get other coins like Atom. It's, they're kind of there 
I mean, there's so many coins that I can filter out what will move and what won't move. And as I said, I've got a little a Python script that seems to work that is able to pick up entries on when they move. It's happened last night and just happened today earlier for both YFI and Polkadot. So there's a... What's that? Uh, I think so. It's its own competing. Uh, uh, it's its own competing uh, coin. But what what boggles my mind is how does it go from nowhere to number five, and beating out beating out uh, Chainlink. You know what I mean? That's that's the thing. And everybody's focused on all these coins, but they don't see the new coins. You know what I mean? Because I just showed you. Here's Chainlink. It's still a strong coin. I'm not arguing. It's still got a strong trend. But as I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my system picked it up first time yesterday because now it's a coin that has proven itself. And here's another coin that's positive on Binance, the Binance coin, and that's because everything in Binance, all the commission fees are in Binance. So this is a very strong coin. Last week, it almost, uh, let me just show you, this coin almost doubled in a few days. Uh, I was kind of shocked by it, but... Um, see if the one day you can see right here it goes from twenty dollars to thirty two dollars you know what I mean and, and it, it's gone uh, it's gone up fifty percent I should say but that's a coin that's done well and that's after the dump that was one of the first coins that broke out when you know that the market the crypto market's getting stronger but it's not getting stronger in the big five coins it's called the ones that I watch it's these newer coins right and then there's this one called sushi there's been so much hype on this coin and this one is, if you were to trade this coin, you would have lost a lot of money. And I'll show you why. I, I, I didn't know why, but I just read about it today. And um, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, uh, controversy about this coin. Let me just find it. So this one's called Sushi. Uh, we want USDT at all times. So this coin uh, came out fairly recently. And look where, what happened to it. It, it tanked. Why did it tank? Because, and this is, comes back to you, Boyd, any coin that you think is going to do well, and there's a lot of hype on this coin, the guy that created this coin listed it on Binance, and he did a classic pump and dump. He listed it on Binance, and three million, he pulled, I uh, think, $3 or $12 million out of that coin and withdrew all of that money, and he pocketed that money, and people are really pissed off at Binance for allowing them to list this coin so you do get those kind of stories that does happen and I think now because of this controversy it's better to let uh, the, the coin prove itself after a few weeks let's say a month or so as YFI as well as uh, Polkadot has has started to prove itself I don't think so he's not like broken a law or anything it's just you know he went against basically uh, what Binance was about and the CEO, CZ, kind of like sort of defended him. And it's like people were really pissed off at the guy. And um, I don't know what to tell you, but that's just the way it goes. So, on, I mean, I, I can show you the other coin uh, report as well. Let me just pull up the last one via um, trend. Uh, hang on here. If anybody else got any questions, so I just showed you volume. I'm going to show you by volume. 
so again, these coins are a little better. Um, there's one thing by trend, but another way to filter out the bad ones are on uh, volume. So for an example, this coin, Ontology, my report picked it up. And I, and I asked my community, I said, do you guys see the coin that will move tonight? And my question is, I'm just checking it now. Yep, there it is, 4 o'clock. It had a nice big move up from $0.78 cents to $0.86. Cents. And I say that because uh, of these reports. So this one I kind of figured was going to move. Moved up about 10% in one bar, and it's done okay. And uh, uh, this, this is a coin I was watching as well. And this is, this is what I look for. Um, as part of my scripting, I, I watch all the different types of candlesticks that move and which are predictable. And this one came up, and boom, it moved like within a few hours. Again, not a, not a top pick, but this is going to beat out most stocks. This is going to definitely beat out a lot of forex plays as well. So that, again, that went from seventy eight to almost you know a ten cent move. You know, so there's a variety of ways of me to look at the markets in the crypto space with these sort of things. And then again, I could start looking at these reports. You know, and, and I've got the different views of the market. But the one that's really reliable is the candlesticks, as well as if, you, if you're if you a Fibonacci guy, I show that um, here. Um, I've got the trend really works well to filter out the bad ones and uh, and also the volatile ones that will move against you. So that's why this, this bot is doing really well with all the scripting that I put in together. And I could go on and on and on. So here's another new coin, BZRX. Will this move? Nobody knows. It's got a slight volume to it. But let me, let me, let me put it into Motorway. Let's see what it comes up with. Uh, and again, I, I can watch. So we got BZRX, USDT. Again, this is a fairly new one. So this one's kind of going nowhere. And this is another new coin. I don't know the story with this one, if it's the same as Sushi, but I don't know. So, but, but, but using this stuff, it's, it, it helps you gauge to get rid of the dog uh, coins and only for, focus on the ones that will move. You know what I mean? So there is that uh, capability in these things. So there's a variety of ways to look at the markets. And I can go on and on about it. And that's how I'm able to do it um, from a forecasting point of view. Uh, anybody else got any questions? You got any other questions, Boyd? No? Okay. Any, anybody else got any questions at all? Ah. You, you can see my screen okay? You can hear me okay? Okay, cool. Okay. You, yeah, of course. No problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 39, yeah, about 40,000. 40, yeah, yeah. A lot of it's hype. Yeah, th there's a lot of hype to it, obviously. <laughs> Um, I think it could be manipulated. Like, like for example, um, yeah, yeah. 
for so for example, this is a historical example. There's a, a, a coin out there called uh, called um, Compound. Okay, this coin came out. Let me put it maybe monthly view. This coin came out um, in November. Okay, so basically this just got listed on Binance. So if I was to go into I don't know Trading View. Uh, and, and look for that coin. Now, this is the first DeFi coin out there. So this coin came out in November, and it was pumped by one of the leading uh, uh, hedge funds. So if I look for Compound, USDT, I think a good one would be maybe, I don't know. Let's just say this one. Okay, so I'm hoping this works. I will tell you, TradingView has gotten really bad lately. So this might not be the best example here. Okay, so I'm just just showing you here to show you example of this. So, but I want to show you a target going all the way back to November. Um, maybe this one, Coin Gecko. So this coin was out in November. Let's see here, here's a chart. So what I want to show you is I think there's some manipulation going on in, in the markets. And I, and I think Sushi is one of those examples that I, I hinted at earlier. Um, and the other one, BZRX or whatever it was called. So let me see if I could get a, uh, a better view. So if I look at a one-year view, okay, so this thing's almost 10 years old. You can see what happened here. Back in November, um, doesn't look like I can go that far back. Okay, so anyways, let me just give you an example. Compound came up, came out, and it, I think it was a classic pump and dump by this venture capital firm. What they did is they said, we got this thing, da-da-da-da, and it, they drove it up, same kind of move that you'd see in a penny stock, and then they leave it alone, and then it starts to fall back. I think that's what's going on with a lot of these newer coins, uh, is YFI, as an example. Uh, another one, maybe Polkadot, I don't know. See the thing is I don't follow I don't follow the news on coins, okay? My bot is smart enough to know how to filter out the bad ones, intelligent enough to, to know which ones will move, and at the same time, uh yeah, hey man. That's okay, that's all right. that's all right. So it's able to to just show you what works and what doesn't work. And there's some coins that need to prove itself, as I said earlier, but at the same time. Even if a coin is being manipulated, let's say like YFI, and you're able to participate in this write up, why not? Right? Even if it's being manipulated, that's all fine. But you're participating in this write up. And when, when when that coin starts to start trending down on a long-term basis, then you don't care about the coin anymore. And you might be able to find a new coin like Polkadot as an example. These are just examples, and these are all DeFi coins. So there's certain coins that I can't say are manipulated or not. I do think Compound was one of them. And these current situations with both YFI and Polkadot, I can't say if they're manipulated, but when you're moving from $5,000 to $43,000, I have no qualms in participating in that move up, manipulated or not. Um, and same with this one as well as, as Polkadot as well. So I'm hoping that answers your question, Adrian. Um,
Well, that may be true, but Compound, it took it about three months where it started to drop back. Um, so it might not be, I mean, as I've shown you, if you look at a coin like uh, some of the coins that have moved really well, um, as examples of a band, let's say, B-A-N-D, this one, uh, this one may have moved up, but look what's happened. That's back in August. It moved up, and where's it gone? It's gone nowhere or has come back down. So is, does that mean it's manipulated? No, but it's definitely something there in the news to drive up the price of that coin, and that's one thing that, I, that I've seen a lot of. Um, because what I, and I've said this before, when you go to Binance, the, 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 the trend that I have seen a few months ago is Binance will come out, bring out a new coin, and then if it does well, they'll add it to the futures market or the derivatives market, whatever you want to call it. And then that's when the coin starts to die a slow death. That's why I only have the uh, bot only focus on the spot market because that's where the, there's almost three times the volume as well as you got these newer coins that do come in. A lot of new coins coming in, but as I shown you, Sushi was one and that other one where they just, they come in, they move up a little bit and they just drop from there. So that's what you got to be very careful of. Does that answer your question, Adrian? No problem. You got any other questions? No, that's not true. And this is one of the nice things about uh, Binance. If you go into Binance trading rules, and if you do it through MotoWave, sorry, through MotoWave or through another bot or another platform, there's usually something called the Binance trading rules. And because I only participate in the Tether market, um, basically, there you, like this bot only buys a minimal amount of coins. So in my case, to make a coin uh, a trade, um, it's it's the the minimum is ten dollars. So you can buy $10, $10 worth of YFI or $10 worth of, of um, whatever coin you want, okay? As long as, long as you meet the, the minimum rule of the, uh, this, this minimum 10 USD trading rule, which is 10, 10, 10 US dollars, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Does that make... So just 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 look up uh, Binance trading rules, and the thing is, if you wanted to to trade in Bitcoin, I think this might be the equivalent of maybe two three dollars. So you, if you want to trade two two three dollars or whatever a coin in Bitcoin, you can participate in as low as two three dollars equivalent of Canadian or U.S. dollars. And the same thing would be said as well as Ethereum. But here's the caveat: when you trade in uh, and any of these other coins, anything but a stable coin, you don't want to trade in because of the volatility. I've experimented this to death, and I've also looked at other stable coins. The one coin to trade time and time again is always Tether, always, until something happens to Tether itself. Yeah, it's under fiat, but it's still a crypto. You know, like, go ahead. Like, like, like in, 
in um, in uh, Bitcoin. So if I was to sh this is now again remember in uh, in um, Binance, right? Look at look at all the coins. Uh, let's see BTC. Look at all the coins I could trade here. I could trade in now. These are real fiat currencies. I could trade in Rubo, uh, Turkish, Nigeria. I know you could trade in British pounds now, and you can also trade in um, in uh, Euro, I believe. And you got now Bitcoin in Australian dollar. So Big Binance is now adding in these real currencies, but not U.S. dollar because they have the the the, the tether right so you can trade in other real fiat currency not 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 like like a stable coin fiat currency like a US dollar but real stable or sorry real fiat currency but the vol the problem is the the volume is not there that's the only caveat yeah yeah you are i mean i mean the big ones are xrp Bitcoin and uh, XRP Ripple, right? And, and right, right, yeah, yeah. And 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 here's something I, I put a video out yesterday on, and this is what I'm really afraid of where Binance is going. You come to Binance.com, we have now Binance trying to be like a bank. Okay, you have savings and staking thing and all this stuff and lending. So what I'm saying is Binance is trying to be like a bank, okay? And they now added the Binance Visa card. So guess what's going to happen to Binance in countries like Canada, throughout Europe? Binance is going to get blocked from a lot of these Western markets because they're acting like a bank. The Canadian, the European banks are going to get all scared. They'll petition and lobby their governments to block Binance. And then what happened with Binance in the U.S.? will help it elsewhere, be it in Canada, Europe, or wherever. This is what I'm afraid of with Binance. I don't know. I really don't think this is where Binance's strength is. They purposely, in the early days, picked countries like Russia, Nigeria, Turkey, um, and wherever else because they have virtually no regulation. And then they were, those were the first crypto, or sorry, first fiat currencies to be traded in. And they also picked up countries because they said that's where most of our customers come from. So all these Western countries may get blocked eventually with Binance Global as we, as we, as we uh, see right now. And they may, it may happen to us in Canada, and it may happen to those in Europe as well. This is what I'm afraid of may happen to Binance. Well, you got to remember the, the 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 fees, the commission fees for for Binance are so low, no bank can, can compete against them. You know what I mean? That's why they would go out and lobby them. And if they're, I don't know if that's part of their vision. I don't know what the vision of Binance is. But you know, when you start getting into things like savings, offering a Visa card, and doing loans, you're now acting like a bank. And I don't think. Any of the Canadian banks or the Canadian banking industry is going to be friendly towards that. 
and, and will eventually lobby the Canadian government to block them. And that's what happened to, uh, as we talked about with, um, with that uh, exchange, um, the one out of uh, the Caribbean um, for the derivatives market, BitMEX, for people in Ontario were blocked, right? Because these, these, these industries know that they are virtually being threatened by exchanges like Binance. And I could also show you, uh, if you look at CoinMarketCap, um, on the volumes of, 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 I mean, I put out a half an hour video on this, okay? And somebody in my chat group asked about this thing called uh, yield earning. Um, this, or sorry, yield farming. Or um, I, I'm just going to do a quick breakdown of this. So in crypto, there's different new classifications uh, segregated out by CoinMarketCap. We have... DeFi, which we talked about, we have storage, mineable coins, derivative coins, and then the whole, all of them put together. So we have the DeFi coins, which we've talked about, and you can easily go on a coin market cap to figure this out. But it's very, if, if people are confused on the segregation of coins and which one does what and for what purpose, you can go in here and figure out, here's some of the coins in the, um, by volume. Uh, let me see here. So, so we got the DeFi coins, which Chainlink is number one. You'll get the Wi-Fi in there as well. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, right here. So, yeah, here. So you can see here by volume, Chainlink is number one. Number two is Yearn Finance, and there was a coin that was very hyped a few weeks ago called UMA, um, but my system hasn't traded it. Um, you can see the performance of this thing. Does well, 15 to 20, and drops back again. So it hasn't really gone anywhere, and that shows on the volume, right? So that's DeFi coins. So if you come back in here, and then you look at this thing called storage coin, these don't move a lot, but I just wanted to show you something here. Okay, let's hope that this works. Yes. Okay, so there's a coin put out by BitTorrent, uh, that has some volume, not a lot, and uh, that's the number one coin. And then you get a coin called Sea Coin, which was pretty hot last year. And then these other coins, this is a new coin that's just been listed called o Ocean. But the BTT one, BitTorrent, makes sense because if you use a, a, a bit like Torrents and using from BitTorrent, the network, the piracy software network, they have their own coins. So they must have some coin out there that they, you can use. To, to store tokens in. And, and notice that they call them tokens as well. And then there's coins and tokens. So there is now a differentiation between the two. And then you have the mineable coins and so on and so forth. But it, it's really confusing. And then, and then you get into the actual exchanges themselves. And as I said, there's a spot exchange, the derivatives exchange. If I was to show you the spot exchange, you know, that's the one we're talking about and the ones I'm showing you with the, the one uh, market my, my uh, bot participates in. Number one is Binance. And then these are the listings of the other coin of the other exchanges. And then the other uh, type of exchange are the derivatives, which includes futures and options as well. But in there as well, number one is Binance. So if people wanted to know why Binance, I'm showing you why. Because it's the number one, uh, the number one uh, exchange out there. But the funny enough, 
I just found this yesterday. Kraken is number two in the derivatives market, and it's not that far behind Binance. So if people are in the U.S. haven't struggling where to go, Kraken might be a really good exchange to go into as Kraken, not, not Coinbase, just for the derivatives market. Uh, so that's just take, take note on that. Anybody got any questions so far on that? And then, and then, and I'm still trying to wrap my head on, on what these yield farming things are. And it's just so confusing. I really don't know. Um, and then, and there's staking and Binance and, uh, I could go on and it's really confusing, but that doesn't matter because what I care about is what my bot does and when it's making money there. Well, let me go over to Binance to show you what I see. So I'll give you an example. So if you come under here under um, staking, right? So I think this is to the benefit of Binance. This is like an equivalent of uh, a mutual fund or an ETF, okay? So they have all these different pro projects, let's say called Band, okay? So they'll do a stake now, and this is what they'll do. I don't know how to show you the project or, or the rules, how it works. But basically what they do is they have, uh, you put X amount of dollars in or capital into that coin or that project and you keep it in there for a year, you get back a 50% return. So that's all, that's all fine and good, but you've locked away money that now Binance is holding, which is your money, um, which sounds fine and good but if you have a bot like the one i'm showing you now that is performing like eight seven eight percent a day you know and you're not tying up your capital it would make more sense to still participate in these newer coins that if you could find a strategy that works you're better off just to do what i'm doing just stay in this in the spot market that's true that's true that's true Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm just showing you the options out there, but, um, people, people are asking on my, on my chat group. I'm like, okay, go ahead. And I will say from what I see, Binance is pretty well, I'm hoping a trustworthy place to park money in. Okay. I wouldn't put your life savings into it because it's not regulated. If it in the States it's regulated. Okay. There's no doubt that Binance is regulated, but when I see this, Coming back to coin market cap, this is where I get concerned. Um, where's my coin market cap? Right here. So I'm under the derivatives. You, you see Kraken up here. Bitmex is number three, and you gotta go all the way down somewhere to find uh, the volume of Binance US for the futures market. So Binance US is not very strong in the futures market volume-wise, whereas Kraken's number two. So if you are going to participate in the derivatives market, you want to be in Kraken, based upon what I'm seeing here. Um, but coin selection is another story. But um, it sounds like Kraken's getting into staking as well. So, you know, there's good options. And the thing is with Kraken, in the States, it's regulated. So you're protected. And I would assume that U.S. protection would probably fall under a Canadian as well. So there is, there is, there is, there is that advantage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's really overwhelming. But one thing I want you to pay attention to is this volume. If you were going to say, focus on Binance Global, 
It's four four billion a day, whereas with the spot market, it's much higher. I think it's going to be about eight eight nine billion a day in the spot market. Um, so yeah, it's eight billion dollars. So it's double the derivative market. So yeah, you're better off to participate in the spot market and trying to look for those coins that will move. But again, we've already established that which ones will be good, which ones won't be is, is another story. Because people were putting a lot of hype on sushi, and then the guy just decided, okay, I'm going to cash out and withdraw $12 million. And then what happens to all the people on Binance that bought it, they got crushed. And they weren't happy, and I don't blame them. So that can't happen, or something like that can happen. Anybody else got any questions or comments? Hey, man. Yeah. That's right. And here, here, here's a question uh, you might be able to ask yourself: Is this this site Coin Market Coin Market Cap is owned by Binance? Okay, so this could be. Do we trust this? I can't say, but it may be Binance's way to say, "Oh, look at us! We're number one! Yay, yay, yay!" Because they own this website. But there's been another source out there that I posted in my Facebook group a few weeks ago, and they said Coinbase Pro is not that far behind the volume of Binance, okay? The problem with Coinbase is when you look at the coin selection, and the, the same could be said with Kraken, again, this is for the U.S. market, is your coin selection is not that great. That's the problem. But again, we can't do anything about it, but you can still participate in, in, in the markets. Uh, I don't know. Let me see. I know Coinbase coin selection. Let's see here. Where can I find it? But it's not that many for for Coinbase. No, 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 not really. Um, see, here's the thing. If I go back to Coin Market Cap, now this is there's the days before uh, before Binance took over Coin Market Cap. In here, coin market cap. Um, you know, let's say you have coin market cap. Oh, sorry, I'm just going to exchange here. Yeah, so they so they got rid of the metric before coin market cap was taken over by Binance. Coin market cap had two different classifications when it came to exchange volume, and one of the exchanges they listed was OKX. And they said, oh, you, don't, you can't trust that exchange. That's why it's not listed here. And I think one of the reasons why Binance got rid of OKX is because OKX was the closest competitor to Binance. So they just got rid of it. Now, can you trust OKX? No. Because <laughs> I've seen the reports say OKX will cheat you. Um, and the thing is, is that they offer more coins. And there's, there's other exchanges out there that offer more coins. But again, what can you trust or not trust? As I said, I will trust Binance over a lot of these exchanges, except with, you know, obviously having more confidence with the US-based ones because they're regulated. But with Binance, there is a form of filtering out the corrupt coins with the bad, you know, with the back in the day when they had the initial coin offerings that went bad. Binance didn't just list any of those bad coins, but OKX did. So when it comes to OKX, they probably have more coins than Binance. But in terms of listings and being a safe listing, uh, 
finances the exchange to be on. I mean, there's going to be the odd exception with a sushi thing going on, but I don't think Binance really saw that coming. Yes and no, because Binance has proven to have coins like these, like YFI, uh, Polkadot, but no other coins have them. Um, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends. Like, from a competitive standpoint, I knew about Compound, that, ex that coin back in May, June, and it was a hot performer. And from a competitive standpoint, Coinbase was the first exchange to add that coin. And that was when Co Co Compound was still fairly hot. And then I'm going, why isn't Binance adding that coin? So from a competitive reason, certain exchanges will add hot coins that other exchanges won't. So that can happen. But from what I've been seeing over the last, let's say, month, Binance lists the latest and the hottest uh, DeFi coins. And, and you know... I think last week we went through a bunch of them, right? But then on the other hand, now we have a system, a situation where, yes, a coin will get listed, but might not necessarily guarantee it's going to move from the get-go. It has to be on the exchange to show itself. And what I'm seeing now, YFI and Polkadot are starting to do exactly that, where they're maturing and they're starting to move up. And it's because of the positive news probably going out there to the more mainstream news outlets in the world of crypto and that's why i think they're starting to move does that make sense i don't know if that answers people's questions but um so i mean that's the whole synopsis of what i'm seeing with the crypto space will it change absolutely because i've shown that you got the bitcoins that are not moving anymore and even the coins like like i said the band that was moving um moved a few months ago i've shown it's gone flat uh, another coin we talked about a few months ago uh was was vet which is weeching um and this is done really well you know and then look at where it goes it goes from uh virtually nothing well let me put in a one week chart in there you know it moves up and then it just comes drops back down again so a lot of these coins get hyped up, they get added to the futures market, and then they just, I won't say die a slow death, they just go sideways or start to kind of go down. And right now, you have to stay on top of the coins that are moving. And the ones that I'm seeing are moving right now is this one, Theta. Neo recently has been moving quite a bit. Wi-Fi's been moving. Um, and another coin that I, I haven't shown here is Tron. And I think it was Adrian that asked why one of the coins move. There's a variety of reasons. One of the other reasons why a coin will move, you can see here, it's gone from two cents to four cents all the way up to whatever. Uh, and that coin moved Tron because it moved because of, um, because of uh, certain coins like Neo just is starting to move now because news came out that it just partnered with one of the hot DeFi coins right and this probably happened with tron as well and that was last week so there's a variety of things that will drive and move a coin can it be predictable no <laughs> but ultimately what you want to watch for your best friend is always 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 trend always you you want to use that trend line as a way to measure uh 
to measure the uh, overall trend of a of a uh, of a coin. And the best way to do it when you measure the coin and it crosses up into that trend or po- uh, the price crosses the, the trend line, that's when your entry can take place. So you could easily set all this up yourself in something like uh, something like uh, YFI or sorry uh, in MotorWave. Um, and in fact, last night, uh, was, yeah, it was last night. Let me just pull up an hourly coin. So this happened last night as an example. So around here, turned on my bot. In around here, the coin moved, okay? It moved up, gave me a nice 7% return. So I told people, get in on it. And you could just set yourself up, do an order, and set up your own stop loss and take profit and be able to automate your trade as simple as that. And you could probably say, say the same thing with, uh, with Polkadot as well. I mean, let's see a one hour chart. You could probably set the same thing up where you could set up an order and set up your typical uh, uh, take, take profit stop loss that you would in any other platform. So you, you could do that as well if you're not strong in, in, um, in, uh, in crypto, and the other thing is, um, I've noticed uh, if you do have MotorWave, if you do um, a scan. So let's say I have noticed this thing as well. I'm just giving this as a tip. Let's say uh, we have a scan here. Okay, yeah, here. So I have here a feature called Scanner. Now there's two. There's a bunch of types actually. I do a harmonic scan. I do uh, Elliott. I, I do think you can use the Elliott Wave Scanner somewhat to be able to see uh, overall what will move. So here I have 159 pairs or coins, and they're all in USDT. So I'll just let this thing run. So if you're not strong in programming, but you do have MotorWave, as a tip, you might want to play around with this type of scanning if you have it in the edition of MotorWave that you have. And they'd be able to play around with this to see if this works. But I have seen the Elliott scanning, standard Elliott setup, and it seems to work okay. And only focus on those that will give you a long, uh, and it has an excellent score. And that's another way to, to measure overall if, if that coin will move or not. Just, just another way out of box with MotorWave. So I'll just let this run. Any else, got any questions in the meantime? If it get, oh, well, okay, you're based in the U.S. I know. So as I've shown, I think you would want to move into Kraken. I don't know if you know, um, but with the new Motive Wave 6.24, you now Kraken is now supported in Motive Wave, and, and Motive Wave now supports Coinbase as well. So you do have the ability to trade in Coinbase and to trade in Kraken with MotorWave. Okay, that, that just been added like a month ago, two months ago. Okay, so that's the best way to do that. So the scan's been completed. Uh, the only thing we see is this one right here, is uh, this coin right here. Zcash is an example. So if I look at that, you might be able to see things that I might not be able to see. And uh, let's just check it out. 
So it is moving up, and that's on a 15-minute chart, hourly chart. Again, you can use the studies and the strategies out of box, whatever edition you get, to play with that. Um, the best thing I could suggest if you're new to it is to work with uh, strategies that are built for vol volatile assets. One, one strategy, as far as I know, that will work is, uh, I think it's called Vidya. There's um, a strategy, yeah, right here. This one called Vidya Strategy. This may be something you may be able to play around with when it comes to all your parameters. So this out-of-box strategy may be a good option for those that are not strong in trading, um, or sorry, strong in um, programming and want an out-of-box strategy. This one might be a good one because it's really built for a volatile or oscillating, um, oscillating coins, which I'd say 90% of all the coins out there uh, work. So you can see here, it kind of works. You get these little bars, and you got short here. You got all, okay, that might not be the best. But here you got a nice long. Yeah, but this strategy is built for that. It's built for volatility. And all you got to do is just activate it. Boom. And uh, off it goes, and you set yourself up for... Uh... Um, again, you'd have to go through that, but the problem is... Here's the weakness of MotoWave is that with MotoWave, you can't apply a strategy to multiple number of coins. That's the, that's the weakness of MotoWave. When you, when, you, when you start up a strategy, uh, it's a one-to-one -one relationship with that instrument, right? So you can only have one strategy and open it up to for uh, that one instrument. But here's what I could tell you. If you go to MotoWave and you tell them, hey, I want a... Or you say, Brian tells me I want the ability to have one strategy and have it automatically applied to multiple instruments. And more people that put that request out there, the faster they'll make that happen. Because once they can make that happen, you're going to have an, a, not just a really good, which MotorWave is already at, but it will put MotorWave beyond, it'll put it into the stratosphere in terms of functionality. Because now if you have a strategy and you just tell it, only focus on those fast-moving uh, coins like from a screening per, pro, uh, perspective and apply that strategy to all those multiple instruments and just do it out of box you got a, a lot of power there um, but they, they haven't built that yet and, and it is on their to-do list but the more people that demand that the faster it will get implemented and I think one of the reasons why they were so quick to add Binance is because of the YouTube playlist I have out there and I've always said Binance, Binance, Binance for MotorWave, and eventually it got done. And then they added the um, the U.S. ones, Kraken and Coinbase, because there's a lot of Americans that want that for their country to add both Kraken and Coinbase to MotorWave, and they now have done that. And same with the support for Linux as well. So there is that as well. But the best thing to do from a strategy point of view is go through each of these strategies. The best one I could recommend specifically for uh, crypto is, because it's so volatile, is, um, is a, uh, a mean reverting strategy. So if you were to look at, let's say, um, Bitcoin as, as an example, in USDT, okay, um, be it, I don't know, 
that's all it does for the last, uh, let's say, uh, I don't know, um, 10 minutes, five minutes. It just Like right here, it just mean reverts, right? A lot of the time, or even on a daily basis. I mean, it just mean reverts. You know, you'll get some upswings, but it'll mean revert back to its, or revert back its, to its mean. So there are some strategies that you can probably get that are mean reverting in MotiveWave. So that's that's a really good option um, from a MotiveWave perspective. So uh, there's just, you know, and I don't know if you guys know, but you can easily build a watch list. Here I've got um, a, uh, a watch list for my um, USDT coins. So here, in here, um, I've, I've dealt with the support. I've got my percent change. So now just for MotiveWave itself, I could see which coins are moving right now and you can see which ones are moving and that's based on what's the date I don't know what time period this is built off of but you can build a screener that works right again out of box with MotorWave okay and then if you know that ontology remember what I said the ontology could be moving well it looks like it's moved 10% so then knowing that I could say okay I'm gonna build or just for now, apply strategy to ontology as it's moving. So you have the same access to what I have right within MotoWave itself. You just got to know how to kind of do it. And you have all these different coins to play with. Uh, you know, BNB Bull, uh, PNT, I've never heard of that, Waves. And, and these are coins moving above 4%. You know what I mean? And you just got to play around knowing what to look for. But I will tell you, if you want to know how the, the 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 real way to do it is build a watch list in MotorWave, build it build it around um, around uh, uh, USDT as the market to play in in the spot, and just build out all the coins that support USDT. And then here you go, you know which ones are moving in USDT right now. Um, you can see uh, ontologies drop back. So, I mean, that's just the best way to do it. And, and you could watch this and just apply it manually or from a discretionary standpoint, just apply stop losses and, and, and standard uh, or better yet, a, uh, um, let me see. Uh, yeah, yeah. So let's say if I'm going to do a buy, uh, apply a, uh, a trail stop loss, right? I mean, not many, not, not many uh, platforms support that. So you just apply your trail stop loss. It's the same, it's exact same. It's ex it, it, this thing will work on anything, be it futures, forex, or stock. You know that's why I I would strongly recommend people just toss away whatever you got and move to MotorWave. This is the best platform that I've seen out there, bar none. I mean, just. Yeah, or just playing with it. But I'm just giving you some guidance on where to go if you're not a strong programmer. I mean, for crypto, I would probably build, if you can, uh, a uh, a watch or sorry, a scanner built off of uh, of off of um, Elliott Wave, and this will tell you what could move, right? Which doesn't seem that. What's that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you could also build a watch list, as I as I shown you here, and it tells you what's moving. You can just manually watch it. 
<clears throat> so there's different ways to play with it without, with no need of programming whatsoever. And this could be applied to Forex, to whatever your broker is, because they support it. They support over 30 different brokers out there, all the big ones, futures, uh, Forex, stock, interactive brokers, <clears throat> IQ feed. I mean, <laughs> it's just, and then, and then you get all this. Yeah, it's just, it's very overwhelming, but I'm just giving you the idea what I think works so far, what I'm seeing for people that don't have any idea how to trade crypto with MotorWave. And I'm, and I'm giving you two hints that I've seen so far. The Elliott, the, the harmonic scans will not work for, El, for crypto, but from what I've seen with Forex and CFD, harmonic scans will work, but there seems to be maybe some relevancy that a will work Elliott wave will work for uh, crypto. And then you know what's going to move or not. So, um, I mean, that, that's the best advice I can give you. And there's just so much here, man. It's crazy. I mean, you... Yeah. The, the thing is, you could build a, a watch list, or sorry, a, a scanner, and the power to make money in trading overall, I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to lie, is with scanners. And then here, if you go under a new scan... You can either build an Elliott Wave or Harmonic or use any study available, um, which has got over 200, I think nearly 300 uh, studies to choose from. So for instance, let's say if I choose a, a new scanner called, uh, uh, what, what do I want to, yeah, here, I'm just kind of confused. I know something's messed up here okay so I'm gonna choose new scan oh man something messed up let me just start again here okay so if I choose a custom okay here we go so if I choose a, a simple one it would be like RSI right uh, so I'll, I'll call it RSI uh, scanner just as an example go next and then I could choose whatever I want. If it's going to be for uh, one instrument, or in my case, I've created a watch list for all of the USDT coins. So I have the one called USD coins, right? And I go, okay, go next. And then I could choose my time period, what kind of um, bar I want. If it's a Renko, a tick, a bid ask line. Um, a lot of people use Renko. Uh, your intervals, da da da. And again, there's just so much power to this. And now I'm going to choose uh, RSI. So I have all these different types of RSI um, strategies, right? So if I just a plain vanilla uh, RSI, right, and go OK. And then I have my customary, you know, parameters I can play with here, OK, and add. And now I can choose the minimum bars. So I can go as far back as I want, use a time period, and edit that. Okay. And then uh, go next. And um, so I can now build in a, an operator, which means that if my RSI goes over, let's say, I don't know, uh, 65, 
uh, let's see here. Yeah, let's say 65. Okay. I, I could program that to be to be a, uh, a signal for an entry. So if I go scan or start it, let's see what it comes up with. And, and you got so many studies to play around with this and all the different parameters and ones that will give you a signal or not. So it looks like this one's going to be really slow. There's a lot of things you can play with, but again, it depends upon what type of um, uh, addition you get. But, I mean, I had somebody talk about this open source trading platform called uh, Zorro Trade, and I'm like, why would I go blow my brains out trying to get that working versus spending 250 and playing with this and, and learn about trading what works or what doesn't? Um, I could go on and on about this endlessly. Like another thing, um, I could do um, a back test. I don't know if you guys have seen this. So let's say if I want to do a back test, uh, let's see if I could do this fairly easily. Uh, I talked about watch list. I can't remember if it's um, trade history. Yeah, strategy optimizer. So what I could do here is I create this new um, uh, back tester. So I'm going to call this, just call it uh, tests or any, I could use any of these studies available. Okay. So if I use again the RSI, okay, and this is a strategy now. So I'm just showing you as just a simple example. So I'm going to do a back test against all of those USDT coins, those 150 whatever. So I could set up my parameters. I um, can also put in my trading options as well, okay. And then go next. And then I'm going to choose USDT, all those USDT coins, go next. And then I'm going to just, for speed purposes, I can select any time period I want. So I'm going to choose, let's say, a two-week time period. Uh, go next and then I could set up a false initial account if I want I could put it in slippage so it's gonna I'm just showing you this for speed purposes it's gonna go in do its thing and now what it's gonna do is gonna show me all of the coins that have performed really well which doesn't show anything right now but it'll show some losses uh, so so this strategy is not a great strategy for uh, for crypto. So this is another way to find out if you have uh, certain coins that you can use, or sorry, certain strategy you can use to figure out what is good for crypto. So if I go back in here and just choose that video one, just as an example, we'll just cancel out of here. I'm going to run this again. This time I'll call it uh, the video and remember, you can customize and build your own strategies, but this is this strategy is built for volatility, okay? So I go, okay. So I'm going to do a back test. And then I'm going to do the same thing, just keep everything all default, but you can play around with all of these options. Go next. So you do the same thing with your watch list, in my case, USDT. Next. So I can select the period. So I'm going to go back, oh, let's say June 1st is fine. And I'll put in, uh, just to speed up the test, go weekly, let's say, using standard bar data. 
next, finish. So I'll run it and it'll go into that data and looking for any coins that show most profit. So nothing showing profit except maybe this one, REN USDT, but there, you could fi quickly find which strategies are doable with, uh, with um, crypto, not just based upon the strategy, but also using uh, your time frame as well. Because I'm just doing weekly and I'm only showing weekly. No, yeah, 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 yeah. It goes back to Jan, Jan, uh, June 1st. But if I was to do an hourly time frame or even a five-minute time frame, you'll, you'll see profit, exactly. But I'm just showing you the methods that you could use uh, to, to look for which strategies will give you a high, uh, a high profit based on that time frame and then which coins are giving you the highest potential profit. And then let's say if we show, and we know that REN is a profitable coin, then it'll give you the exact time when it would have traded and the the uh, time and your profit and loss. So again, this is bi-weekly, so it won't show anything, but if I was to break it down to, uh, you know, we, uh, hourly, you probably get a much higher profit. And you'll be able to, to figure out which coin will show you the best profit for that strategy. So that's one thing. So in here, if, if you go back to the same thing, and I just showed you a back test, so we're calling this the strategy optimizer. So now if I go in here new, and now I can do a, a what they call a walk forward, okay, and then choose that same strategy, which was the video, I'll be able to forecast which coins will give me the best profit using this strategy um, and using a particular time frame. So if I do a walk forward, go through next, and then just, I don't know, you play around with these, 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 these parameters. Yeah, it's very powerful. And this is for forecasting. Okay, so now you use the same watch list. Okay, everything stays the same, just using default. So it's using the data from uh, the past data from the from June first, sorry uh, June June thirteenth. Same thing, initial account value. Go next, um, finish, and this will, is now a forecast on what, what should give you the best profit potential um, using this two week data time frame. Yeah, yeah. So now I know maybe XRP might be the one to trade. Because it gives me the highest profit using two-week two-week time frame um, using this particular strategy. So knowing that you have a strategy now that will give you potentially sixteen dollars of profit use for XRP with this particular strategy, which is the video one. This is a perfect way to play with MotorWave to figure out which coin or whatever instrument is going to give you optimal return moving forward. So that's one way to play with. Um, MotorWave and know what strategy to use and if you were a bet man you have a hundred bucks um, you know you could have gotten back whatever it forecasts as a return so that, that's probably the easiest way to play with MotorWave and be able to forecast what coins will give you the best will forecast the most profit and for a particular strategy the only reason I'm using the, this video strategy is because that one seems to work pretty good for um, volatility, 
or maybe this volatility in index might be a good strategy as well. So there's there's lots to it that's very powerful, and this will work with any again any data set, any any broker it could be again forex, stock, futures, whatever. It'll work for. But I will. Yeah, this is out, this is out of box with MotiveWave, right? And then this is the power of MotoWave. So if you're not a strong pronger, this is this is the what I would do um, using MotoWave. And I think I've shown this strategy before, this study before as well. Let me just see if I can X out. Now, again, what I'm about to show you is the high-end study, okay? It's called the Hearst. I think you guys have... Yeah, yeah, but this is just for the new people. So in, in MotiveWave, they have a, a study called uh, Hearst. Hearst. Hearst cycles are very powerful. Um, as I said, there's a reason why this particular uh, study is in the premium edition of MotiveWave, the Ultimate, which is like a $2,000 plus edition. Um, but I'll just show you that what this can do. So what you could do is, let's say if we know YFI is going to move, what I could do is do something like this okay and I, I can it, it will calculate using historical data and figure out what tide potential entry points will be to give you profit so let's just see if I can get everything lined up properly it's gonna be a lot of color to this okay so uh, that didn't go too well okay I have to pull up. So let's say um, I'm going to do apply this to. Um, what is, I'm going to do my YFI. So let's say we know YFI is going to move. Okay, let's just say why we know YFI is going to move, and let's say we want to trade on. Give me a time period that you guys want. So let's say let's say, let's say two hours. Okay, so hopefully this will speed up as we speak. Um, we could do it with Tron maybe. Um, let's do it with Theta. Okay, so we have a daily chart. So I'm now going to apply this Hearst cycle to it. So I'm going to pick off all these options. And again, these are options you can play with. There's a good study guide for it. And as I said, there's a lot of color to it. So what this means right here is you can see these lines right here, these these diamonds the diamonds are telling you based upon historical data that it will forecast when the next um, classic entry will be so if I was to be able to unfreeze this guy um, let me just quit and release some memory here oh don't worry dude um, it will forecast whatever this time period here is going to forecast when the next classic entry will be for a major leg up unfortunately it looks like uh, my system's running out of memory but that's what the Hearst cycle does you're gonna look for either a, a triple diamond or sometimes four diamonds and these little circles will tell you if you follow them to here to this guy right here whatever this lands on on a daily basis daily time frame basis that will tell you most likely based upon historical performance when the next entry will be and when the next leg up will be and you can apply that to any any strategy you want. Yeah, sorry, I just uh, yeah yeah. Let me let me. 
Uh, okay, I'll just apply this to vet, let's say. Um, okay, that's a good a good point. So, so this chews up a lot of memory. So I'm probably going to have to get rid of something to be able to pull this off. Let's see what I can get rid of. Uh, I got a lot of stuff running on this system here. So let me just hope this works. Okay, so yeah, it's not going to work. But yeah, it. but you can see right here, double diamond, double diamond, double diamond, it does work. I mean, here's a double diamond moved up. Double diamond, this definitely moved up. This double diamond here kind of moved up. So it does work. And right here, this double diamond, that's when it's going to move up. So historically, I wouldn't show this unless I felt confident that it worked. Because it does. And it's just using this classic um, strategy based upon historical. And it's one of the best indicators or studies that I've seen in, in MotiveWave. Uh, and that's why it's at the high, very, very high end. Because it seems to work pretty good. <laughs> No, man, because I, I got this thing, man. <laughs> like 9%, 8%, 4%. Yeah, I would use it. For which? YFI? Well, it, it's an indicator. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a Hearst uh, study. Yeah, yeah. Of alt, it's the it's it's in the edition of uh, MotiveWave. If I go over to it, um, in here, MotiveWave, you will see that it will list uh, her cycle in in the high end edition version. Of course, they're they're not stupid, but that's one of the incentives for people to get. The, 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 the ultimate edition because this thing seems to work pretty good I mean I'm not going to say a $2,000 bet but in here Hearst will be listed somewhere in here there you go Hearst right here you got the Elliott Waves tool pack advanced Elliott Wave I mean this version I have they have this thing called an automated Elliott Wave there's so much I'm not even using of, of MotorWave No, I agree, but 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 I'm just showing you what I'm seeing that can help folks that don't. But there's so <laughs> it's like the ultimate. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot in the standard edition for 250. I mean, why would I spend my time with an open source platform when I got this for 250 bucks? You know what I mean? You would be, especially if you're not a strong programmer. But with MotoWave, it's going to save you a lot of heavy lifting. It does all the complicated stuff that you just you build that you need just to have in any platform. It's all here in MotoWave, and it's op it's open enough where you can do all kinds of stuff if you got advanced enough with Java, the programming language, and build a lot of like I've built my own studies as well. Some work, some don't work. Um, and, and I'm able to see from, I'll give you a couple examples. I mean, I could go on and on about it, 
so for instance, let's say for crypto, if I have people that go, what studies work? And I'll go, um, I don't know, let's say this one called the Chaikin Oscillator, okay? Let me pull up a chart here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clear off some of this stuff because I think this is what's chewing up the processing thing. Which? Sushi? Okay. Pull it up. Sure. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. That's true, but the problem is not enough history on it. It's only been out for a couple of weeks, so there's not. Yeah, e even if I was to do some kind of basic uh, back test on it, I don't think there's not, not not enough data on it to 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 have it work. That's that's the problem. So just so you know, I'm just bringing in my Windows system that's got a lot more memory, and I'll be able to do hosting on that thing with. Zoom so I won't run into these problems of lack of memory. Um, so that that I just set up tonight. So hopefully next week I'll be on a Windows system. And do, if I had to, to use MotoWave, I, I'll have, be able to run everything in Moto because I'll have enough memory. With MotoWave right now, this thing's dying because I have a lot going on. I'm recording this thing. I mean, there's a lot happening on this system. That's why it's really slow. Normally, MotoWave's not like this, but um, I'm just not meeting the minimum. Uh, requirements but I mean next week I could go over and do a whole powwow of MotoWave if you want me to do that you want me to do that next week and then and then you guys you guys because I know a good chunk of you who got MotoWave and, and, if, and even if people watching this uh, they could get the community edition and be able to play around with it and line up some questions Yeah. Yeah. Well, from a, a standpoint on as a Canadian, yeah, it's it's much easier to set up a Binance account because now you can do the Visa debit thing right into the, in the, in the account. Couple of weeks. Yeah. I, Yeah, it should be pretty fast with the new starting this week. Yeah, yeah. Good to good man. Like I said, I still I still have to update my account because I want to fund it with a couple of I don't know how much I'm going to put in yet, but I'm I'm willing to put in now a couple of uh, like scale up my trading up to a few hundred dollars per day. Right now it was. It was Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, what I'm liking, what I'm seeing with Binance, as we talked about um, all the new direction that they're going, if they keep it available in Canada, you know, now you can do all the uh, stuff you would find on a regular bank, like staking, savings, loans, the Visa debit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. But Binance is awesome. And, 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 and as I've shown also in the, um, in the crypto uh, coin market cap I've shown you the, the volume as well it's mushroomed I've seen as high as 15 billion dollars uh, about a week ago 
And right now, it shows you just the spot market was $8 billion, But a week, two weeks prior, it was up to $15 billion, just in the spot market. And, 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 and the, the volume of Binance is just humongous. I mean, remember we checked out DeFi Pulse, the, the volume of just the volume of DeFi. I mean, for, for all the new people on here, we've talked about DeFi. We know that DeFi is moving. And we, this has just started, let's say, in July, 1.3, sorry, 1.9 billion per day. And it peaked almost to nine, 10 billion a day. It's dropped off a little bit because of the, uh, the, 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 the tank that happened last week, but it's coming back again. And where it will probably start to build even further is once they release the official Ethereum 2, which is projected to come out in, in November. So once that... Yeah, yeah, that's what I got um, uh, that, that was said in uh, one of the articles I posted in my, in my, uh, in my Facebook group. But here's, here's the leading uh, volume um, on DeFi Pulse. You know, like like I said, we've got uh, YFI's in there. I, I've always liked Maker. It's not been doing a lot. Balancer's in there. This one's been moving quite a bit. SNX, Compound I talked about, but it's not... You know the volume's not like Maker at 1.2 billion, and it's just more and more at being added to these DeFi coins. It's it's absolutely incredible the the growth of it, and uh, there's more utilities being brought into into uh, DeFi as well. Right now, as we talked like a month ago, um, where everything's built off of the Ethereum chain. Uh, and then now there's lightning and then as is hinted a month ago, let's say they're going to start adding the same technologies into the Bitcoin blockchain as well. That's when it's going to really take off because of the volume and the size of Bitcoin. But it's, it's, it, I don't see any, what you got to watch is this chart right here on DeFi pulse. This is what determines the future of DeFi because this is, this is the volume per day. Of DeFi has dropped off a little bit, but you can see it's come back quite fiercely since everything. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going from 1.2 billion per day to nearly 10 billion a day in a matter of two, three months. And this, this, this little, this little chart will take off like crazy, and it'll be very similar to what you'll see with, you know, these kind of moves with, uh, you know. The ones to watch, I think, right now, at least on 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 um, on uh, MotorWave, is this move right here. You know, like I said, from five thousand to forty-two thousand dollars on YFI. I mean, hello. And then we also got this other one. This one's going to move too. Is USDT Polkadot? You know, from two thousand all the way to uh, six point five. So. These are the ones that are going to move. I mean, I haven't looked at Mark Maker, and I've always looked at Maker doing quite well as well. I mean, that one um, hasn't moved as much, but, you know, from 500 to 850 is pretty good. I mean, it's dropped off a bit, but you got, like I said, you got to stay on top of these coins. But the ones that I'm seeing that are moving right now, YFI and, and DOT are the ones moving right now. And that's where it's at. So, I don't know. You guys got any other questions or comments at all? I mean, I've lab... Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, I think so. So September 1st to 
the eighth. Yeah, yeah. Well, the volume's coming back, but here's the reason why it dropped off. I didn't know why. As I said, I don't. I know Dave. You you just joined. What happened was when you look at this coin, we've just talked about it. Is this uh, move right here? The sushi. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot of hype on sushi. Um, and then one of the big things was that uh, um, it was to be added um, to to uh, to Binance. And you see it tanked. The reason it tanked was because the the founder withdrew a lot of those coin, a lot of that capital. Out. Like he made $12 million on that. And that had a heavy, heavy hit on Ethereum, where Ethereum lost 30% because of that, because of that event. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why uh, Ethereum dropped so much uh, because of that. Um, there, there's this huge fiasco that's gone on among the uh, customers of, uh, let me just show you the Ethereum USDT. So this this drop what I'm talking about here from 475 to about let's say 335. So that's a 30% drop overall, and that ties into the volume of this as well. And that's a lot. That event was supposedly driven because of this this guy at Sushi decided, yeah, I'm going to take all the money out, and everyone every everyone lost confidence in DeFi. Everything tanked. So I don't know what kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's a pump. It's a classic pump and dump. Now I don't know how they're going to prevent that, and and that's why I'd be a little leery on these new listings and let the coin hopefully. Something like that. I don't. I, I guess so. I can't keep on top of it, but all I all I hear about is sushi, sushi, sushi. Yeah, if you're the guy who started the coin, for sure. But yeah, but it's no different than what happens in uh, in penny stocks as well, right? But. Uh, Well, it's like what we talked about in the past. I know there's some Forex people on this. Um, Forex, the asset class is fine. Where the cheating happens is at the broker level. That's why I'm not a big fan of Forex as much. Um, I haven't talked about that. But as we've talked about since the summer, this is why I do crypto, mostly only cryptos, because there's, there's, no, there's no cheating when it comes to Forex. There probably could be. But it's not as prevalent in a lot of the, the retail forex brokers. And the other thing to get a decent return, as in crypto, you gotta have leverage. And, and if you get that call wrong, you're gonna get blown out. And um, that's the danger of forex. But the thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and you gotta you gotta you gotta worry about the spread to break even, and then you gotta pray that you get a point zero zero one percent, right? So I'm not I'm <laughs> I'm just ex I'm just ex I'm I'm just well okay well let's look at Finance Yahoo they they got a good snapshot 
of uh, everything out there that's major. So if I go to Yahoo Finance, and remember I've shown you how Bitcoin and Ethereum, just those two coins, will easily outperform both gold and Forex and stock. You know, I've shown you that, right? And uh, look here, this is the market today. All the red that you have, including crude oil. VIX may move, okay? Here's, this doesn't move as much. Look at, look at this little peanut, peanut move on the biggest coin out or biggest Forex pair out there. 0 0.0093 right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. And when, they, yeah, exactly. But look, look. But, 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 but look at Bitcoin. It, alone it moved 3.46%, just Bitcoin itself. And it's outbeat everybody, all the, all the instruments. I mean, look at this, USD, Japan, Yen, British pound against the US dollar. These are tiny moves compared to Bitcoin. And they aren't even factoring in the large moving coins like the YFIs and the, and the other one, the DOT, Polkadot. This is why crypto is huge. I mean, it blows the doors. And, and this is just on a daily view. Imagine what you, on a three-month or a six-month view, you know? The Nikkei? No, it's 0 0.78. 0 0.78. Yeah, but but the thing is, is that crypto has bigger moves, and and uh, you don't need leverage to make those moves happen. But day by day, um, chances are that that your your crypto is going to easily outperform any of the other major assets out there. Uh, well, let me just try to see if I can show that. Um, I think I've shown this before. No, it's not because uh, that's all tied to the U.S. dollar. Because if, if U.S. dollar goes up, um, that's a very predictable trade for any bonehead trader. If they know that U.S. dollar is going to go up, everybody's going to pour money into the U.S. dollar. But when you look at um, uh, gold moves against the direction of U.S. dollar, so if U.S. dollar moves up, then there's no performance in gold. And I could also say the same thing with crypto as well. So that's the one to watch. And it could be said the same with the U.S. markets as well. Everything comes back to the U.S., the performance of the U.S. dollar. Let me just see if I can um, show here a watch list here. So let's say if I put in a GSPC, which is uh, the... Um, GSPC, which is S&P 500, and I do a comparison to, okay, so that would be, let's say we do a year to date, okay, that's just a fair date, and then we do, um, I can't remember how to do a comparison, um, yeah, I, this, this always changes, so give me a second here, I know I could do a comparison here. Uh, Comparison. So I'm going to put in um, Bitcoin. Okay. So let's see if I can find the right Bitcoin. There's so many Bitcoin. Uh, 
Let's see if I choose this one, the Nicey Bitcoin. So, do you see any difference there in that chart? Um, usually, uh, I'm able to show this. Let me just scale out here. Let me just scale out of this guy. Nope. But usually, um, so if I do a comparison, so we have GSPC. Uh, I can't see my GSPC. Uh, but let's, oh, okay, so I don't know why it's not showing the, um, okay, bad choice. Okay, so let me choose gold. Um, okay, that's a future contract. Okay, so here's gold. Okay, so gold looks like it's outperforming the S&P. And then if I put in, let's say, Bitcoin, uh, I don't know which one I should use. Bitcoin liquid index, Bitcoin capital. Okay, so I'm going to choose one of these. Hopefully this will work. Okay, so we're looking for a purple. And do you see that? This is what I hate. This, this used to work so much better. Ah, uh, this is. What's that? Well, we got gold. We got gold, which is up 0.25 for gold, and just slightly higher than uh, the S and P. But for some reason, I'm not able to see the uh, Bitcoin here. Okay, let me take this one out and see if that means anything. Nope. I don't know what's going on with this. But sorry about that. I don't know why it's not being overlaid properly. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'll add that. Now, how do I get my comparison here? Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, this is this is this thing's complete mess. It used to work really well. Okay, so there's our S and P. Then we go into chart. Okay, so we already know gold out beats it by about two percent. And then I'll do a comparison to I'm hoping uh, Bitcoin or BTC. Okay, so you said I think it's. This one right here. Yeah, we want that one. Okay, so there you go. It's beating it quite a bit. Oh no, I'm sorry. It looks like the S&P, is that true that the S, yeah, it looks like the S&P's beating it by a little bit, by 7.8%, but we know that Bitcoin's not a good, been a good performer lately. So, ah, yeah, year to date. That's part of the problem, isn't it? Uh, yeah, got it, yeah, okay. Good, good. Okay, so BTC, uh, or is it USD? So there you go. So it's beating it by, what's that? Yeah, so it's 30% versus 30%. <laughs> that's a bit of a spread there. But it, yeah, but but remember, Bitcoin's not, that's just the, the, the big daddy of crypto. Let's see, I, I'm wondering if there's a better coin to, to compare to, like, uh, 
What's another? Uh, I don't know if. It, it, well, there's no Wi-Fi. Yeah, there's Monero. Okay, let's do Monero. Yeah, Monero. Yeah, there you go. No, not no fifty. But you can see the difference between just with Monero, right? Or what's like XRP? Even that's not a great coin. What's that? Oh, ADA. Yeah, that's another good one. Um, let's. I'll see with XRP. So yeah, that's that's not a great one. Uh, ADA. Yeah, ADA's. ADA. ADA. Uh, doesn't look like they have it. That's too small. Um, maybe Chainlink would be a good one. Chainlink. Yeah, here we go. This this should this is a good comparison. I mean, look at the difference. That's huge. So I mean, Chainlink is not ha, has been a very strong coin for the year. But as I said, like when you look at YFI, you look at uh, the DOT and other coins like we looked at, like Band and. Just knowing that those coins are going to perform and put money at that time, you can imagine you'll still be able to outdo the performance of Chainlink. You know. Which one? Yeah, that's not year-to-date, though. I mean, but it's it's done quite well. It's one of the better, bigger coins. I wonder if Dot Polkadot's in here. Um, Polkadot. No. Well... Yeah, that's why they don't list it, but Chainlink is enough to go, okay, that's a strong coin. And just that looking at that chart, that's pretty big. You know? That different It's one of the better coins for the year. I mean that that's like you see you got that 9.32 and you're looking at what's that 445% return. And then when you throw in uh well we know gold's 2% better than S&P 500, but when you look at uh, Euro USD, okay, I mean, there's virtually no comparison. And you'll see, you won't even see this purple at all. It's somewhere in the bottom here, and it, you know, and that's without leverage. And then you gotta go crazy leverage, and then you gotta get the leverage right and the call right for the day. It's it, that's not predictable trading, right? But, 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 but this, this chart right here is exactly why we like, we like crypto, no other reason. And there's no leverage in, in included here. So if you held onto both of these, either S&P 500 or Chainlink, this is the difference you get in performance year to date. It's huge. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a photo of this. Sorry guys. Yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, yeah, I could go into Coin Market Cap and verify that. No, oh, all the major exchanges, Coinbase and Kraken do trade. Uh, Chainlink for sure. Yeah, that's a big coin. Yeah. Uh, Binance US, yes, yes. But I would I, I would go with either Coinbase or Kraken 
I mean, you're, you're, part, you're, you're doing the Python thing, so you could do both exchanges and, and treat it as one. But we'll, we'll go through that one-on-one. I, I, there's a way to do it. But to answer your question in terms of the volume, just the derivatives market, meaning the futures market, this is what I showed earlier. You got Binance at 4.1 billion for the day. Number two is 3.2. So not as lost being a futures trader in the US with Kraken. The problem is you won't get the coin selection, but you have volume on your side. And then when it comes to the spot market, Kraken's not up there, but you know, it's it's still respectable. Um, Coinbase, yeah, so they're number three and four. But those those numbers are pretty good. Um, I mean, unfortunately, Binance Global, no, but uh, these two for sure. You know, you're, you're not missing out. I mean, you could participate in, in Chainlink for sure, or things like Chainlink. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. And I think we're going to, I don't want to say it, but we could get hit in Canada with the same restriction because the banks don't like it. And, they, and they're here to... I hope not either. <laughs> yeah, but that. Yeah. Exactly. In Europe. It's a. Well, it's it's to protect their own industry. The CME did it with the pattern day trading rule. Um, that's just the way lobbyists are. They have that much power um, to really screw over the little guy to participate in something like Binance as we speak. They don't care about the little guy. They're, that's right. Yeah, and that's why I'm moving to Isle of Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead, I'm dead serious. <laughs> Well, remember we went through the Canadian uh, CRA rules when it came to cryptocurrency, and it specifically said 50% everything is taken from you as a crypto trader. And I'm sure the IRS is the same, for sure. Yeah, yeah, so you saw the, yeah, so you saw the Canadian. And this is what I get really pissed off because now, okay, if I go to my P&L as we speak, you know, now this, I got to give 4% of that to the government and have they given me money or any kind of grant to get me a grant to develop a strategy to get these kind of returns? And the answer is no. But yet they're willing to take 50% of that profit. Yeah. Yeah. No. But, 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 it, but the problem from my point of view, it just takes away the the financial um, li liberty. It, you're, like your liberties financially are taken away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say more about it. I mean, as long as you live in the country, this is what you're going to have to be dealing with. And, uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I did talk about that yesterday. 
you know, you know, Dave, I think you might be able to help us out here. I, I still can't get wrap my head around these, these, uh, finance deck thing. It's, it's crazy. Oh, you're talking about on, on coin market cap. Oh, I haven't heard. I've I've heard about something like that. I I still don't understand it. Oh, so it's like, so it's like. So it's an autonomous. So it's a it's a, an autonomous price engine, a price matching engine. That, that they don't own. If that's true, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, I, I heard that um, Binance was trying to get some of the bigger DeFi projects onto, the, onto that. But then the question is, why would I want to be on Binance? I think Binance knows that um, these autonomous decentralized exchanges are going to come along and that takes out Binance. Yeah. Yeah. You could, I don't know. I, I don't know. You could probably overlay on top of it for sure. Like I, I talked to a guy, I, I was serious and I'm still kind of serious on it. One day I'd love to be able to just start up a crypto fund and the guy I talked to who's, well, he, he's well knee deep into the HFT industry at one of the big, big, big HFT shops. And I asked him point blank, I says, what do you think? Would you start a hedge fund? He says, no, because of the regulation. But then I asked, well, what do you do about it? He says, well, if I start a hedge fund, it will be an autonomous, what do you call it? An autonomous decentralized hedge fund. And it does away all of the um, does away, away with the, um, with the, the regulation. So e even the hedge fund industry is going to somewhat get hit on it. Um, and I heard in Florida, you can buy homes, uh, with what they call these, uh, partial, like partial ownership in a home and it's on a, a blockchain. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and but what I'm saying is it, it's these kind of use cases that really legitimize DeFi as a use case on on a new call it whatever like sky pie is a sky way of doing things in terms of finance that I'm still trying to wrap my head around in terms of of how this is applied and the only one that I heard in the last week or two is this partial ownership of homes in Florida. So once, well, well, you, you get a token uh, on their exchange for this company that manages it, and that you'll have part ownership in whatever homes they they sell, because like at Toronto, you could buy a home and pay it in Bitcoin, like that's standard. And in, in in Switzerland, in Zug, you can pay your. I think in Barrie or one of the northern towns, you can pay your property tax in Bitcoin. Right. There you go. And um, it just there's all these new use cases of, of these DeFi tokens and coins. And that's when I showed you guys the segregation on coin market cap on the types of coins out there, you know, the storage coins or storage tokens. 
Yeah, but that's just the... <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you have it right here under liquid swap, whatever that, that's just brand new. I've never seen this before. So the, these are coming around um, on Binance, right? So I guess why Binance is rushing out all these uh, uh, vehicle, in, investment vehicles, I guess you could call them, is to stay on top of before the mainstream autonomous decentralized exchanges come out. Because no one's, it's going to be like block. It's like it's going to be exactly like Bitcoin. No one's going to own it. No one's going to be able to stop it. And there's going to be things built off it, like what we talked about with Ethereum two and all the DeFi coins and tokens on there. And and now I'm just starting to understand um, all the different use cases of this thing. But one that I've started hearing about was this partial ownership in homes, and it's started by some startup out of Florida, as an example. It's just crazy what what's going on with Binance. It's it's really hard to stay on top of it. You know, it's it's, it's I don't know I don't know. It's it's just really hard to to to, to keep on top of what does what what. Uh, yeah, and the. Yeah. Well, when you look at um, things like uh, decentralized, uh, autonomous, uh, autonomous. Sorry about my spelling here. Autonomous. So autonomous, decentralized autonomous organizations, one thing, but then you get these hedge funds that are exactly that, where it's decentralized aut autonomous. And I'm just like, what the hell is this? So people will be able to start up their own autonomous, decentralized hedge fund. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're gonna pull out all the hair and you're gonna walk around with people who are bald. So, so, so here, here's how it works. I mean, how does this thing work? <laughs> DAF performance, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. This, this is... It's all bots. So you have crypto investors invest in a DAT market order. Market order, financial market underlying. So I guess that would be like sitting on top of a Bitcoin or a Ethereum blockchain and all these other new blockchains coming out like Polkadot and whatever else. And that's it right there. And anybody could start one. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they, they, they went through that many, many times. Um, say that again, like, why yeah, finance? I think it 
Yeah, yeah. You wanted to know what about Wi-Fi finance? Yeah, that's right. And, and there's Yearn Finance 2. So that there's two YFIs. There's YFI and then um, as I've shown here in uh, in um, MotoWave, we got this one, YFI, which is doing okay. And then we have YFIII, which is YFI 2. So don't ask me what's going on with that. But, um, oh, I see. Okay, okay, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's the, where, where's your finance based out of? Is it Japan? Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know where that, that's probably based out of somewhere in, um, in Asia for sure. But, uh, Well, even if they are a company or not, they could be like a project, right? And yeah, yeah. And as I said before, I think the way yeah. Well, Well, it's it's like it's it's like this guy that started. I don't know who started Sushi Crypto, and then you go into. I think I just saw one for Reddit, which we know what they'll say there, and then. Um, so yeah, so Sushi Swap just exit scam people by taking money out out of the uh, out of out of the uh, kitty for for for, um, and that happened. Say that again? In a way, it's a project, but, but it's one guy, and people said it's a scam. They pump it up, and then he takes the money out. It's like a pump and dump. You know? I wish in the name Fishy Swap. Look what happened. Damn, I... But yeah, this so... Oh yeah, uh, quadriga, yeah, yeah, cotton. But but here 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 you could tell nine days ago, right? And uh, it was probably nine days ago when that drop on Ethereum happened, the thirty percent drop, right? On on nine days ago, so that would mean on Saturday the uh, today's the fourteenth, seventh. Uh, so on the fifth, I do believe that's when uh, there was the drop uh, for. Motowave. So if I look up uh, Ethereum, let me see if I could find it. Hang on here. So you, you 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 could say if that drop for Ethereum was on Saturday, you know exactly why. It was because of this scam. Yeah, I'm starting to run out of memory. Okay. No, I know, I know, I know. But I think I think there's ways to do it. Um, 
so I just want to time this this drop if it was on the on the seventh, I believe. That big 30%. So let's see here. So that was um yeah, I'm not sure when that drop happened. I think it was last it was last Saturday, the drop, and I think that was because of the sushi thing. But uh in terms of making money, there's lots of opportunities out there. But, but you know, with Motive Wave, it's, yeah, but with Motive Wave, there's a lot you can do. You know what I mean? There's no doubt on that. I'm just playing around with it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can sign up with Coinbase, Kraken, and Binance on Motive Wave, which is good. Yeah, if you have access to it, definitely do it. Uh, if you're American, I'd probably go with Kraken. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, that's two, almost two and a half hours. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Whatever you want. Yeah, so... Do you, what, do you want me to just focus on MotorWave? About which? You want to do real estate? Well, we could. That's true. Do you think that's the biggest application right now? Oh. Well, here's one. Uh, DeFi rate real functional functionalized real estate investing using DeFi. Um, DeFi meet real estate as Ave Ready's crypto mortgages. Maybe that's the one. Well, that's what it's saying. Working with Ave to stake tokenized real estate shares. Uh. Like for yourself? That I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Now, Aave, I think that, isn't that Lend? There, there's a coin called Lend. Um, well, you... Well, you can see the top two right here are category lending, and they're both over a billion a billion U.S. locked in. 
So it's going to be either one of these. But I don't know what Ave is. The short cone uh, name is for Ave. Let me just find out. I think that's Lend. Um, Ave Crypto Coin. Uh, Ave. Yeah. So it's called. This is the one I, I've seen called Lend. Uh, so this is this is listed on MotoWave, uh, and as well as I've already talked about Maker. Here's Maker. Okay. So it's gone nowhere. And the other one that I have seen is Lend. Those, so those are the two biggest out there. So if you want the potential of them, definitely not today, but uh, um, this one's a more mature coin. I've seen this time and time again. Let me... Yeah, okay. Um, let me just see how that's... Working out. Let me go to Google here and pull that up. Okay, so yeah, my system's just getting crushed right now. Okay, so it's Binance L E N D U S D T. So this has been, yeah, I'm just pulling it up. Yeah, my motor waves has been chewed apart. Unfortunately, it's still loading. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So this is from June. So it's at four zero four four nine. To so it's about a looks from here. It looks like a a fifty percent increase. It's not bad. It's held its own too compared to the dip and it's almost fully recovered this might be a coin to watch so the two coins out there they're already out there lend and maker are the top two lending coins as far as I could tell so they're already on 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 uh, on uh, on motive on uh, sorry on Binance does that make any sense Dave okay so those are already out there so I don't know. The utility's got to build for them to build up the price. This one was was pretty hot for a while, uh, Uniswap. But look what's happened. It's just pretty well died. <laughs> you know? And then uh, that's the problem with a lot of these coins. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm finding in the last two days. Like I said, with the bot, is the the ones that are hot right now in the last few days has been Theta, YFI. And right now, dot seems to be moving, and polka dot, um, dot, yeah, dot, and uh, the other ones that like the bigger ones that have moved is TRX, which is Tron. That was last week. That's died, and now the one that seems to be moving starting last night was Neo. You know, I could show you. I could show you that on uh, the chart here. So, as I showed this earlier, 
So Neo in the last uh, day started moving, and uh, apparently this one this one is going to partner with another DeFi project. So as a result, it's it's it started to move because of it, as you can see here, you know from fifteen dollars to twenty two dollars. So that's a in, in a small amount of time it's moved fifty percent. So the utility, I guess what you, the best way to put it. Looking at the, this DeFi pulse, um, you have the top two coins, supposedly these two, which is true, but in terms of performance as a coin, they die after a certain point and they most likely won't come back. And I can use Compound as an example because, um, you know, it doesn't show, that's just the volume, but I don't think this is the price, that's just the volume. But um, it just goes flat, you know what I mean? And these, all these come and go. So you just watch, you just speculate when they get hot, and then you just don't, you just forget about them and just stay focused on, on top of the ones that move. And there's always gonna be new ones coming out. So that's what I'm seeing as a trend. Yeah, they are, they are. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could show you the entire, let me see, uh, this one's a one day, but if I was to show you, let's say a monthly chart of NEO, this is the performance of it. It just dies and it starts to come back a little bit, but it dies and it never comes back. Um, you could probably say the same thing overall with Bitcoin. You just got to stay on top of the ones that move and use, as you said, technicals, not fundamentals. Well, you could say, you would say that fundamentals would work for something like Bitcoin, but it's been proven that when we compare it on Yahoo, you have a, a, a coin like Chainlink that's continuously moving up, and I think it's hit its peak now and won't move up any further, but why would you stay married to one particular coin when you always want to stay on top of coins that are moving and that are the top performers? That's That's how you... I don't. Did you guys see that article at the beginning I showed here? How this guy started with uh, two hundred bucks with crypto, and uh, he, he built it up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I don't know if you guys saw that article, but uh, it that that was all because of YFI. The guy got lucky. He knew it. He put a ton of money in, and 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 he made a ton of money. Yeah, well, it's like penny stocks. It's like penny stocks. Yeah, and then you'll get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's been proven. And and you look at YFI, and then I'm, I was thinking when I heard about YFI two, like why did that come out? And well, Dave's t told us it's because it's a Chinese fork. But um, I think. These coins come and go, and you want to stay on top of the new coins that move. And then you can't really say. Uh, not very long, but probably a couple of weeks. I could send the article. I'll put the article in the uh, chat. So it's, I just put it in the chat. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, remember I showed you that one article where a guy made forty thousand dollars just swapping the the state the stable coins. But I, I looked at stable coins and asked the same guy that's in the HFT, and he goes, "No, you can't. You'd have to have a lot of competing hardware to do it." And I kind of played around with the the, the the discrepancy in the stable coins. You, you you wouldn't make any money with it at all. I mean, as if you have like billions of dollars and a lot of hardware, you could probably make a little bit scalping it. But for the little retail guy, no, you wouldn't make any money with that strategy. But this guy got lucky. And just so you know, I put the uh, article, this link in there. This guy got lucky and he had the right timing. And, and he put money in to YFI and uh, yeah, the result the investor turned 200 to 250 in a matter of minutes. Yeah, yeah, he got lucky. So, you know, it, that's, that's luck. In the, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this guy was an insider. Yeah, this, this guy was an insider. I know that. Yeah, see, see, lost more than 70%. This is where I learned about this chef, chef Nomi, liquidated his wallet. This is the sushi guy. And I'm like, sushi swap. So it goes both ways. But uh, he got lucky, this guy. Um, but uh, I just wanted to show that. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Uh, any, any of you guys got any other comments or questions at all? I mean, it's only two and a half hours, so. Come on, let's do another five hours. Let's beat that midnight one that we did a couple of months ago. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we, we got a hardcore follower here out of Germany. Adrian, you're a rock star. I mean, Adrian, are you getting some use out of this? I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no worries, man. No problem. Just, just so you guys know, I, I've put, uh, I've got a, a WhatsApp group. We got a hundred people in it now. Um, yeah, it's. I just put that link into the chat box if you want to be part of that. Um, uh, and the WhatsApp chat there, you can just link in and and, and join it. Um, I've had that for about a month or so, and uh, if you want to chime in there on a more frequent basis, so you could you could join that. Whenever you want, um, unless you guys got anything else you want to add. So, what do you want? You want me to focus on these lending coins? I don't know if we've already answered that with the two coins for next week, or that's kind of hard to kind of talk about. I think. Somebody, sure. Okay. 
You want to do that? You, like it sounds like I think everybody here right now has MotoWave because you guys are like hardcore followers. So I appreciate it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think if you just have the standard edition, you're doing pretty good. It, it contains 90% of the stuff you want from what I'm seeing. Uh, everything else is there, but uh, uh, it's just, there's just so much to MotoWave. It's, Yeah, I've already I've already talked about that. Uh, it's it's through the watch list. You create your watch list right here, so you create it, and there's and you I don't know call it test. Um, and here we go next, and then you choose whatever you want in the columns. Okay, and then you can do a variety of ways to do it. Um, uh, let me think here. You you could well, what I do is I'll set up uh, a CSV file. So in my case I have um, let's say actually I could probably do it. So I have a CSV here. Um, this one called uh, or text file. Sorry. So these these are all the the USDT pairs I have that are currently available in. Motorway or in, in Binance. So, so if you go add, so let's see if I can add it. USDT, where is it? Uh, here, here, I'll just do it this way. Yeah, so that one I can load up and then add it, or sorry, import. And there you go. Boom, 370. Go save, boom, now I have a new watch list. Okay, and then that's all that the scanner right there. Okay, it's that fast. It's that fast, my man. So now you know a still ontology is on top. Neo, remember I told you it was moving up 8.11%. So these are the, you, these are your movers right now. And you can work off of those. That that's your best scanner using the watch list feature. Uh no, there there, no um. Oh no, yeah. For, well, what I'm saying is, you first have to create your watch list, which I just did. This USD coin, okay. So that exists. So now I can use my scanner. And then let's say I choose this new new uh, new scanner. I'll call it USDT Elliott Wave. Let's call it. And next, so now I choose my watch list, which is this one I just created. Go next, and let's say I'm just going to put it in as a daily, just for speed, or probably week, weekly. Okay. Next, and then the, and this these guys, and start. And that's it. And then you got yourself a new scanner. So this will take a while for it to run, but that's how you can create it. So you got to first create the watch list, and then you build whatever scanner 
and you can use a custom study or sorry any study you want that you have access to and uh, build a, a scanner off that so it's not too hard yeah oh no problem man yeah go ahead As a course? Yeah, I haven't done that. Um, what I could do, maybe I could do that for next week, is do a webinar and then turn that into an actual course. Um, because I've been intending to do that under this. Uh, hang on here. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I could build. Go ahead, Dave. Okay, I think I've seen. Oh wow, cool. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, <laughs> it's because it's either being slowly built out or I mean. You see, that's the thing. If you want to learn um, Mark, uh, Motive Wave, I, I'm sure if you come under resources, there's there's going to be a, a, a bunch of guys. There's probably, I'm sure, companies that have already done that, already done courses. Um, let me just see if there's any courses. Oh, the website, yeah, but um, I, I'm sure there's got to be a, a course that that has it, because um, building these courses are, are, are a lot of work, you know. Yeah, because part of the problem is you got to customize it, right? You know, um, YouTube's your best resource, unfortunately, but you got to know what you're searching for. But with what I'm showing here, I'm just trying to give you guidance on where to go to start using it out of box and kind of give you a better guidance on where to go. I'm just surprised that there's really no courses or training on MotiveWave because I think when people start using it out of box, they just don't know where to begin. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Another place I can suggest is there. You go. Yeah, product. Um, you know, another place to start is uh, the studies. So in here, um, I'm sorry. It's I think under guides. If you come under here, you got the user guide. Read that first for sure, and then wherever you want to go, depending upon when you want to watch. So. Remember I told you about the hearse cycles? I learned it here. And if you're a futures trader, and you might be able to apply this in crypto as well, is the volume and the order flow. You could read that on these guides to really get into it. But the user guide is a good place to start. Yeah, but another place is maybe the marketplace. 
Yeah, it's yeah. That's specifically either for futures or options. Yeah, I know. Okay, man. Thanks for joining us. Okay, have a good one. Later. <laughs> so this is an interesting go ahead go ahead yeah Yeah, yeah. But um, looking at this website, there's so much here. I mean, I could probably get lost in it. But here's some DeFi projects based on industry. Ain't that wild? Insurance, derivatives. Wow. Crazy Dave, you find the wildest stuff, man. Oh, really? Just unreal. I wonder. I wonder if there's any Toronto-based uh, events at all. Right. Well, the, I'm sure uh, that will be built around um, built around volume and the size of the project for it to build its legitimacy. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Well, you could tell here based upon what's working by the number of views. So a guy on my the chat group asked about yield farming. I'm like, dude, I really don't know what any of this stuff is. Um, but I guess you could possibly figure it out partially by looking at the number of views. Yeah. I mean... It's hard. I don't know. I mean, if you imagine you put money into the 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 sushi and and you you get you get you you, you lose all your money, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> That's right.
Yeah, I was looking at staking on yesterday in this section for um, for uh, any of these projects. And when you look at the term use of terms of this, so let's say I don't know this XEM, you, you got to look at the uh, the ter state the terms of statement. And usually it'll say we'll give you 50% return over the next year, but at the bottom it says we're not responsible if we don't guarantee that or, or we don't take responsibility. So if, if Binance is forewarning you that they're not responsible, it's exactly what Adrian said. It's like I'd be more than careful of it. And this is this is where I think like Binance may start losing its credibility if they get more involved in this sort of stuff. Because you're giving Binance your money into these projects. And if things go sour, Binance is still going to make a, get a cut of it, even if it succeeds or not. And do you really think Binance really cares which way it goes? So I'm a little leery on that um, with these staking projects. And same with these uh Finance pool, whatever that is, or this liquid swap. And sushi's a, a good one. So here, here you go. Risk warning. Da 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 da. They fluctuate. We're not responsible. You know, so that 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 takes the responsibility of uh, Binance out of it. And this is where Binance will start potentially running into problems. And I would just stick with the exchange itself, the the spot market to make money. That's how, you know, that's how I look at it. All this other stuff is just hype. Remember I asked you about Hex last week or two weeks ago, and you said it's just a, uh, like a multi-level marketing style type of coin? So, yeah, I think a lot of these you got to question because you don't know what to use or what not to, move, to use. And I think... Even if there was, I mean, Sushi, I thought there was a lot of hype, but with, with that scam, um, look what happened. A lot of people lost money, and that was on Binance as well. And Binance, Binance was trusted because if they list something, it's not going to end up being a scam. But when you start looking at all these terms of services and you know, you're taking a chance with Binance, the more these events happen, it's going to really burn Binance's credibility. And countries like Canada and U.S. or wherever else are going to start finding ways to clamp down and to lock guys like me and you out. This is the, this is the problem. So I maybe enjoy it while it lasts. I don't know. But I don't know why Binance is getting involved in these. I really don't. It doesn't make sense. But it's too speculative. You know? Is there anything else you guys want to add at all? Coming up to three hours. <laughs> okay. Dave or Adrian at all? Nothing? Okay, you want to give it a wrap then? Go, go ahead, sorry. Okay, Dave at all? Okay, well, we'll give it a wrap tonight and then... Um, do you want me to just focus on motor wave and like just do a general motor wave sort of thing? Would that work? Yeah. 
Yeah, you're gonna have a pro. I've tried that. You're you're not gonna be able to launch uh, Motive Wave. What you'll need to do is either. Yeah. Yeah, with a different IP as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you only got two weeks on it as well. And that's the, the ultimate edition as well that you'll get. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I think more and more people that I hear that gets MotorWave, I've not heard one person that didn't like it. That, that seems to be the case. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well I'm sure you're not the only one having the same problem right yeah I don't know how that didn't get that that didn't get flagged that's bizarre because I do all my trading through Python that's the thing Okay. Right. So not no no go for the API then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not not that old and and the connection to uh I think it was rushed out to be honest because there's another platform that just launched not too long ago called uh, Quant Tower. I think I mentioned this before, and and this this um, this is developing much faster than MotoWave, and uh, I, I don't really talk about this because obviously I have to put my loyalty into MotorWave, but this thing does have a lot of connections into crypto, including crypto, uh, sorry, Binance US, Binance, and then Binance Futures as well. So this is brand new. I've been using MotorWave for uh, just under two years now, and this this has probably got MotorWave scared um, as this thing comes out. It's in C-sharp, but um, here's all the connections right here. So... You know, and especially with Binance, all, all futures, Binance and Binance US, BitMEX as well, which MotorWave does not have. It's this this is the kind of platform that will probably have MotorWave spook you know, spooked. But for me, I just stay with MotorWave. I think it's still advanced, but this came up and you know who found this for me? Was that HFT guy. And this thing's this thing's built built out of uh uh Ukraine. So this came out um, I think it, just under a year ago, and um, I don't know. I, can, I have no comment on. I've never used it, but it it may have a lot of advantages over MotorWave, or MotorWave may have more advantages over this thing. I don't know. And there and there's constantly new platforms out. Like I don't know, 
uh, a guy asked about this platform called uh, Zero Project. You might know about this. This is an open source trading platform. Um, this thing is really good too, and it connects into into crypto as well. And this is open source, but the problem with this is you will have your limitations with uh, crypto. Or sorry, with open source projects. So um, I, I can't say, it, but this is the state of the pl trading platforms, right? It's just, there's so much coming out all the time. And uh, that's why I never launch or start up a business with a trading platform because exactly this, the competition so fierce. And this is an open source one. So um, this is, seems pretty popular on my blog. So um, and here's all the connections into it. You know, right here, the crypto plus uh, some forex. It's it's just it's. No, it's not. It's but it's open source, right? Um, but it doesn't give you the full richness that you'll get with a MotoWave. Like you're not. I mean, I don't know. This this is a pretty good open source trading platform from what I've seen, but um, for the extra two fifty that you're paying out. I would probably stick with uh, a MotorWave easily over this for the cost of 250 plus what you get with it. You know what I mean? I, I've, I've played the open source trading platform game for 10 years. And a retail trading platform, usually, like a MotorWave, will blow the doors off of any of these open source projects. But there are people that will want to play in the open source space and only that. That's fine um, if they have the time and have the kahunas to deal with the frustrations of these things and that's why i want to trade not program trading platforms and maintain a trading platform i want to trade that's my goal you know what i mean so probably and i'm sure there's a million other people coming out with uh open source trading platforms there's a guy out of switzerland too yeah dot de yeah, .de right here. Yeah, but there was one years ago that was open source called Algo Rhythmic Trader or Algo Trader. Um, about I don't know when it came out, maybe six seven years ago. That that platform really hasn't uh, gone anywhere. Um, I, I I don't I don't know what's happened to that platform. But yeah, there's this thing called Algo Trader. Uh, which is based out of Switzerland, was a open source project. And uh, this is now completely closed off. There's a number of these projects like this. The, the Ducas Copy J4X, I remember that used to be an open source trading platform until some what some arrangement they made with the author took it over, closed it out, and only Ducas Copy has access to it. And that's a great platform, but that's only for Ducas Copy. So these things come and go, you know what I mean? But but uh, from what I've seen with MotorWave, they've been out there quite a long time, so they put that length of time of development and investment into it. And, and the thing's improving like vastly, if you, especially if you're a, a futures or a uh, options trader. It's, it's easily one of the best platforms out there uh, for retail traders. So, you know... I think MotiveWave is the best thing that I've seen so far. And they do listen. Yeah, go. Okay, yeah. No problem, man. Yeah. Agents prepare to 
Ja. Okay. Okay. No problem. I'll see you on the WhatsApp group then. Okay, man. I'll I'll end. Thanks. Have a good one. So 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 hang on, Lance. You out there, Lance? Yeah. Okay. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna stop the recording.